1: Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and sitting across from me is a man with the smuggest face I've probably ever seen, Emmanuel Penglis. <laughs> <laughs> the floor's yours, go for it. Honestly,
0: Michael, I don't think we said enough. How good is rugby league? Honestly, is there a greater sport? It is... It is- a pleasure to be podcasting alongside you this week it's uh, it's just so nice to be in your company yeah. uh, wow I can't say the same I um. honestly I just it, it it is yeah wow I where do we begin I I am a bit sort of what it was the most chaotic game of rugby league I can recall in a very very long time just absolute carnage Uh, record number of sin bins suspensions, groins uh, 11 man down Uh, this great statistic that there were only 34 minutes out of 80 where there were 13 players on the field for each team. There were 20 minutes where Souths were 13 on 12 there were 14 minutes where the Roosters were 13 on Souths 11. There were 5 minutes where the Roosters were 12 to Souths 11 and there were Two minutes where the Roosters had 13 to the South's South's uh, 12. And there were five minutes of this game where it was 12 on 12. Which basically means that 39 minutes where it was 13 on 13. 21 minutes where the Roosters had uh, an an advantage. And 20 minutes where South's had an advantage. Um, Crazy game. I love the fact that it was a daytime game. I think, because we don't play enough daytime football, especially against each other. It was a packed Allianz Stadium. It is so great that Souths will play three weeks in a row at our home grounds. Uh, thank you to Nick Politis uh, for, you know, leasing it to us for the week uh, and making sure that we get good use out of it, I guess. It's a shame
1: for it to go to waste. Uh, yeah, Mike, how are you going? Uh, yeah, look, it was a I I All I remember... Is that Isabel Kelly ran away for a 90 meter intercept try to win the game yeah. and remain undefeated, and then everything else is a blur. I just yeah. forget. Uh, no, yeah. um, <laughs> as as we've as we've recently disca- discovered, I forget all the bad things Roosters and remember any good yeah. things. Um, look, I the moment that I remember the most from this game is that announcement coming through over the loudspeaker that James Tedesco has been ruled out for the rest of the game, and. Even the, the crowd just—it was the crowd was one of the best crowds I have ever heard at a rugby league game before that point. Yeah, and it just flattened, and that's how I felt. Yeah, and that happened, and then it and then it went thirteen on eleven, mm-hmm. and we had no direction or anything. And as much as I love Suwali, yeah, um, what Teddy does for us defensively. And you scored in that time. Latrell got over it in that point in time. Yeah. Um, what he, what Tedesco does organizationally, defensively, and even an attack, we had not like. The, I think we touched the ball. We barely touched the ball when we did. We we're in shambles. I think yeah. it, it. And I'm, I'm not making excuses here. Concussions happen, yeah. right? It losing Tedesco, I'd lost all hope at that point because yeah. there, no, there was no Manu. There was also no Manu there. Yeah. Who. Is one of the best replacements at that position, so that, I I think it I think that from that point I knew it was uh, done. I thought we had a shot before then, but after that, it was done. But the game itself was it was crazy. And Luke here the, he should have stepped up there for he you. Should, Mike. He
0: should have. He should have. He's and I've, I've said this and I, and I've been hounded down. Um, by Roosters fans in particular who think I'm a bit of South supporter, but he cannot manage a game on his own. He is not your Adam Reynolds, Cooper Cronk style, take control of the game. That was his time. He needed to step up, manage the game, kicking game. Souths were down to 11. I, I just can't understand how we managed to score with 11 on 13. And it wasn't, and it was just—it just didn't make sense. It wasn't right. It, we shouldn't even have been in the position where Sualei defensive uh, set as playing fullback mattered because it should have been Roosters' game management and controlling the ball, controlling the ruck, controlling possession, kept
1: Souths out of that end of the field. Yeah, we tried to go for the Hail Mary plays, and I just don't think it worked. And I look—I I don't think that there were many players on the Roosters who had a good game. Yeah, I think that. You know from the opening three minutes when Radley got sin bin for the niggle on the ground yeah um, did he punch him I don't think he did he yeah. was roughing roughing on the ground which happens right but the moment and my I have my issues with Ashley Klein as a ref I don't, I, I think that he can't control games like that yeah um, and we saw it last year in the Manu game as well. He was know, a ref. I know. I don't know why they keep putting him for this game. I don't understand it. But from that moment and him simbidding rather than, it was, okay, anything that ever happens in this game, someone's going to get simbid. And that's what we saw. Yeah, We saw seven simbid. So that set the tone. But I don't think we played well. I think we played terribly. I think, you know, Jared is excellent for us a lot of the times, but against South, seems to lose his head.
0: Yeah. I, I Look, I said this to you. Last week, the round twenty-five game, and I just that for all the criticism of Latrell and Cody Walker for their anger, which there is, there is a lot of. The Roosters in recent times have really struggled emotionally to, for this game. They they can't get their head around it properly, and, and and we've seen it constantly. We we've seen we saw this in 2019 when Cody Walker picked a fight with Cooper Cronk at the SCG and Souths won that game. Uh, we have saw it with David Saluka Fafita trying to punch Jai Arrow in the back of the head. It's just... It, every time Souths manage to... Despite the hype about the Roosters being in control of their emotions, they're the ones that start to believe the hype. Yeah. They're the ones that can't control it. And Jared this week... Paul Kent's put out an article today saying Jared is the leader of the team and that's what he should be doing and no nah, na 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 Jared... Should be doing that, but you know, head slamming someone into the ground is not doing anything, it's not doing the right thing for your team. Yeah, it's not leading by example, it's doing stupid things that encourage the rest of your team to do stupid things. Yeah,
1: I do find it funny. One thing I do find funny is that the the one incident that caused the player to miss the rest of the game, which is Tedesco getting head high, was yeah. the only one of the only incidences that wasn't in a sin bin. Yeah, um. Whatever. I, I, the, I actually I don't know how that wasn't a sin bin, especially with the others that were all, sin bin. And that's the thing. Considering all the others were, yeah, how that wasn't. Uh, why? Why didn't we get an eighteenth man because of that? I thought the rule was that if you get put on report for foul play and someone gets ruled out, you get an eighteenth. You guys got your eighteenth man
0: because they wasn't didn't a sin bin? get
1: sent to the sin bin. I, so it has to be a sin bin, yes. does it? Okay.
0: Yeah, and the, you know the thing is the only thing I think that happened there was that he got benefit of the doubt because it looked like it came off the chest, mm. is what I thought, as compared to um, Tane Milne's yeah. uh, headshots, which I thought yeah. were just ridiculous. Like, yeah. they were high. Yeah. But that that he only
1: got a fine for them. Exactly, yeah. And Burgess is facing two weeks. Jared's facing three weeks. We're going to talk about how... Well, we'll talk about it now. They can serve those during the international schedule. Yes, they can. Um, which is interesting. Um and it's ridiculous
0: because they can't um, use them during the trials, which are now a pre-season event. As we saw with Luttrell this year. You yeah, use them I think, time. I think
1: though, I, I I understand that because in the trials you get unlimited in the changes and the stuff. But there's, they're, they're not official games. Yeah. Trials are not official games. International games are official games. Yeah, but they're played by different rules. They are played by different rules, but they are official games. Yeah. Um, so look, Jared might not even make the New South Wales, uh, the, the New Zealand team. Um, I'm assuming Tom will, um, well, but yeah. he also uh, he's going to
0: serve it before if you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, assuming you win this week and then you play Penrith. Penrith, he'll miss the Penrith game. You beat Penrith, we'll see. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Let's. Yeah. You guys won. Congratulations! It was a, it was it was like it was painful for me, but from what I've everyone that I've spoken to said, it was an excellent game to watch in terms of a spectacle. It had it reminded me a lot of the twenty fourteen Grand Final. Yeah. It was a it was a lot of stoppages. It was a lot of well. That's, I, that, that's the thing. I I looked at my watch towards the end of the game. The, the first game half had, took fifty three minutes. It, it had gone over two. The game took over two hours. Yeah, I know. Took over, the, the game didn't finish till six fifteen. Yeah. So it was it was a long game, a lot of stoppages, a lot of stoppages. But there is no bigger. It just proves that there is no bigger rivalry in Australian sport than yeah, or maybe New Zealand, New South Wales versus or Queensland. But even that doesn't get that physical support.
0: And shame shame on whoever decision it was at the time to take that rivalry away from the game. <laughs> no, no, seriously, yeah, I agree. I agree. The, this I agree. this rivalry dominates headlines in any given week. week.
1: Every week. It has been the talking point for the last two weeks. People have forgotten that Parramatta and Penrith play. I know. It it, it
0: has been the talking point for the last two weeks. And shame on whoever's decision it was to deprive fans of this for whatever reasons. Uh, It's true. They rely on it so much as a marketing strategy and rely on these two clubs and their tribalism.
1: I I think you brought it up last week can we not have this game as the last game of the round next year though yeah it shouldn't be the last
0: game and it shouldn't be the first game of the round it should be always with like three weeks to go and it should be in round four or five
1: because when we verse each other we're going to bash each other up it's not worth having those injuries for the finals yeah (laughs) Um, Um, okay
0: Roosters season yep Okay, there are a lot of expectations.
1: There was, and they failed.
0: There are there are a lot of expectations. There's last year and the year before. You probably had some benefit of the doubt with injuries, but this year was this was a year. And I I think it's good. You won eight in a row. You probably look back on the quality of of the opposition in those games. They were big scores against ordinary sides in a couple of them. Um, There was a big win against Melbourne, but Melbourne's out in the same week as you. So question, how big that win was. what happened? Where 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 did it fall apart? Was it the Kronk and Ke- um, not Kronk? Sorry, Walker and Keary being on the wrong sides, and Robinson's determination to stick with that. Was it was the, the signing of Matt Lodge was clearly pivotal. Pivotal, but how did a club like the Roosters end up in a situation where you needed Lodge to sort of get your season jump
1: started? I think from the very start we lost. So I'll, I'll break it down. I yep. think it took it took time to get that Keirry Walker combination. Yeah, uh, and get it right. Having Walker play the dominant half and Kiri plays six yeah Um. you also got to remember that Kiri missed six weeks because of a head knock yeah so there was a point where Kiri wasn't playing uh, uh, until until we signed Lodge we didn't have our middle rotation set as in there was never a time where Verrills Watson and Radley yeah which is our middle rotation there was yep. never a time where that came in until the back end of the season and once they started clicking that's when we saw that dominance up the middle yeah um, but we blew games early on in the season, and I think that you know if if it wasn't South Sydney or versus in this week, I think we would have beaten most other teams. Yeah. Um, I think that the moment got you pro- to like
0: you probably would have beaten Melbourne. I I don't know if you would have beaten Canberra.
1: Yeah. To be I, honest, I, th- I yeah Canberra's an interesting one. Um. And we'll talk about the other three games later. Yeah. Um, Were there other games? I, I just, I, I just, think, I just think that you know, blowing games to teams like the Dogs, yeah. the Knights, early Dragons, yeah. losing those games and having to fight at the very end of the season, and not be able to rest players and fight, fight, fight to make the eight, yeah, was the big problem. I think so. I think it was our poor start to the season which cost us because the week off. We know how important the week off is. Yeah.
0: I, and look, I know the Roosters like to time their run, but given you are always going to have origin representation, probably need to manage timing that run better yeah. and try and bang a couple um, of. Yeah, the other thing is
1: uh, again never fully fit. Whereas you look at someone like Parramatta, yeah, who have been fit for a while, Penrith have, uh, have their full complement yeah. this this, yeah. this week heading into the finals. I think the Sharks are pretty much completely fit as well. You know that helps. Yeah, you guys aren't. I don't think Liam Knight missing.
0: Liam Knight missing. Um, Jed Cartwright, I think. Yeah, I, but not so. Um, I like Jacob Host, he Jacob was Host. big, big part of our
1: rotation. Um. Yeah, but like other like yeah, so you know, health has played a part, but I I, I still think that there were expectations and we didn't hit them. Yeah. But heading into next year, I I look, we're getting Brandon Smith. Yeah. Uh, there'll be other moves announced. now losing Veril's Losing Verrills, getting Brandon Smith. Yeah. Um, losing takiaho Yeah. Unsure on Lodge yet. Yeah. Well. We'll see. I think the the Roosters are waiting for what the salary cap number is going to be next year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I we're going to get. I you think Ngwama the the are leaving? Uh, we probably need more depth. We probably need more centres because that's more what Yeah. What's happening to him? I don't know. His streak is over. I don't
0: know. Do you think, Mike, that um? Because the, there's a lot, there's always a, a hype around the Roosters at the start of the season, regardless mm. of how it's looking. Yeah. You think it gets to the point where the players start to believe it? I mean, your like your your new sort of really headstrong player is James Tedesco, right? He keeps everyone grounded, but some mm. of the others around that who have only really exp- like I'm talking about someone that's come up through the ranks now, like Victor Radley, he's won a couple of premierships and and he's a more seasoned player in the team. Do you think? He sort of has the mentality that it, it, it's a given that the Roosters will be in the hunt for a premiership. And do you think he is sort of doesn't have the drive of, say, a, a Tedesco that, that played at a, a struggling Tigers before or a Kronk that came out of the Melbourne system?
1: No, I, I disagree with that. I just think that, you know, so Radley, Radley is as good as he is, has his fault and he can't yeah. get aggressive. And yeah. There will be times where he will miss games because of either concussion or suspension. Yeah, we're going to have to live with that. Jared's been the same, um, but we need that type of enforcer on the team. I think every team needs one. You know, Dry Arrow does that for you guys. Yep. Tom Burgess for to a point does that for you yep. guys as well. Um, I, I I just think that another year, like you got to remember, brand new halves combination yep. isn't always the easiest thing to get going. Yep, talking um, to
0: the team that had that too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So. Look, I, I think we'll be better next year. Yeah, I just think that we need to start faster. hundred uh, percent. Need to start faster. That's 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 what it'll come down to. Yeah. Um, let's touch on Melbourne Raiders.
0: Uh, before we do that, I have to give my weekly shout out to Alex Johnson, who scored two tries on the weekend. Yeah, he is now fifth on the all time try scorers, 166. Alex Johnson scored his hundredth try in the Souths Roosters game in the final round of 2020. He's scored 30 tries in two consecutive seasons. First player to do so, he's equaled the club record for Souths, which he set last year. It's quite extraordinary. He's scored this year uh, six doubles and three hat-tricks. Yeah. Um, he only scored two tries in his first five games this year. So mighty run um, and great player. Yeah. Now.
1: Melbourne are also out. Melbourne are also out. Uh, so, first time that Melbourne and Roosters have not progressed past the first round of the finals since, since 2001.
0: Yep.
1: So, the year Parramatta and Knights were in the finals. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Nuts. Nuts. Absolutely Um nuts. I was concerned about Melbourne's middle. Yep. Heading into this game and the big Canberra pack that can just power over them. And, you know, losing... Like, they've, they've suffered a couple of injuries, not having Tom Eisenhoof, losing Christian Welsh at the start of the season. They were a bit vulnerable there. And then you've got uh, a Jerome Hughes, no Pappenhausen. They had a couple injuries. And and, and and an old pack as well. Probably yeah. the Bromiches and Cthusi. Not young. Not young. And I just think that... Canberra so- have had their number... And it just it, that that pack just destroyed them. a was incredible.
0: Melbourne incredible. just incredible. Melbourne as a club, like the the coach, the players, that they look exhausted. And and it, and it is that the sustained success like we've never really seen. We we haven't probably seen since you know the the era of the dragons, maybe the eels in the eighties, but probably mm-hmm. not the same. Um, but it's just that the constant being up but, and it has to take its toll at some point and they're I think, playing, they're
1: playing twenty nine to thirty games a year.
0: I know. And it's tough. I know, and then, and, uh, and that's an aging playing, pack that's doing these, that.
1: A lot of these guys are playing Origin as yep. well, so there's extra you know, these games are physical. Melbourne do a lot of travel. Yeah. But and, because they play down there they played in a different state.
0: And Welsh is a big out for them. Yeah. Big Finch. out for them. He was the captain. Yeah. He was the captain and um Pappenhausen is a huge loss. Huge loss. And so and they still managed to come fifth, uh, which is incredibly impressive. Um, but who, like next year, I think everything with Munster going on, it does, I mean, you don't think he's going to stay there. Um, no, Bellamy don't... has announced that next year is going to be his last year at the club. So it's definitely a, a time of upheaval.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, I think there will be a sort of huge decision for the club to make in terms of who goes next. Stephen Kearney sits in the box next to him, but if if I was Melbourne I'd m- maybe be looking at, at someone else like I don't, I don't think Billy but I think maybe Jason Riles. Be maybe a, be a choice Matt King um someone who's in the Melbourne system but has also been to other clubs as well and mm. maybe just has a bit more of a broader scope yeah um
1: I don't I don't I don't think it'll be Stephen Kearney um I uh, yeah the so the, the next year they're lo- they're losing Brandon Smith yeah they're losing Jesse Bromwich They're yeah. losing Kenny Bromwich yeah uh, they're losing Feliz Liz yeah that's four of their six starting forwards yeah
0: there's
1: a big turnover there's a big big turnover and a lot of experience missing they're getting Tarek Sims they're getting someone from the Warriors
0: uh not you and Aitken is no
1: it? he's going to the Dolphins um I think they're getting someone from the Dolphins uh, from the Warriors I can't remember who um
0: it's a different, and it, like it's always going to be a, a quality side. But I just think
1: you never, I, like, I think regardless of what's going to happen, they're going to be a top eight side next year. They're still going to have Munster. Although I think that come November one, he's going to around November one, he's going to sign with the Dolphins. Yeah. Um. They'll yeah. get Pappenhausen back. They're still going to have a good, you know, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Munster, Pat. That's a very good spine, and yeah. having that will help. <laughs> remus smith was really good for them last year and missing him like they 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 lost a lot when they lost him because he was really strong defensively in the centers yeah and that's where their weakness was um so there's still good signs there i just think that i don't know i don't know if they're that top four premiership threat anymore and you know we've been waiting for the year where they dip off and it kind of happened this year and I'm wondering whether it will continue maybe they've dropped to like 6-7 next year
0: yeah uh, it depends on their fitness I think a lot a lot will sort of hinge on on how the transition goes next year with Bellamy because I think it's going to determine uh, he's obviously going to want to finish well but if if it's sort of like players start jumping ship and, and because of who the successor is that could really impact their so season I, th- I think they're going
1: to announce the successor early yeah I, I think. think that makes sense yeah um, because it's not like a coach getting fired, and like they. they uh, the other thing is, these guys want to play for Bell. Like these guys will want to give Belly Bellamy, yeah, one last good season. They're going to be playing for that, so you know, we'll see what happens. Um. Okay. So Let's We've this.
0: spoken a lot about um roosters and storm, but what what do we think about Souths and Canberra?
1: I always thought that coming out of. The Roosters Souths game, whoever won that would win the week after. Okay. So whoever they versed, and it happens to be Cronulla. Yeah. I think Souths will win. Yeah. Because I don't know. I, I you might hate me for this. I I like the 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 two v three game. Yeah. Was not a finals footy quality game. You don't normally see a thirty thirty score line in finals footy. The defense was lacking. There wasn't that intensity, and I think that coming into the finals, these were the two worst teams in the top eight, yeah. even d- despite their position, and it was because of their soft schedule. Yeah, We've spoken about how many t- top eight teams the Sharks had diverse compared yeah. to bottom eight teams. Yeah, We've spoken about the Cowboys the same, but then also not having to leave Queensland for the first ten weeks of the competition, and having a very favourable schedule as well. I just, I just think that these two teams have been Great this year at beating the teams that they need to beat, but when it comes to versing the big teams, yeah. they haven't done it. Yeah. And I think that the sharks will give Souths a good run for their money. Yeah, uh, they won earlier in the season by point by a point. Yeah, um, but I still think Souths. I think the the, the finals experience that Souths has will get them over the line. Yeah. Um, that's why, yeah. So i I think that we know Souths are going to go left. They always have that in their arsenal. Now, um, what about Canberra? I
0: mean, we were we were highly critical of them early. We were. They we were. were it, and it they took. They, they took time. going. Um, their style of football is different. Mm. I find it's just diffi- different to sort of what what we see from the Storm or the Roosters or South to or Penrith even and and. Um, very, yeah,
1: very rarely do they put up big score lines. Yeah. It's very, very tough yeah. wins. Gritty. Always very gritty. gritty. Um, I'm wondering though whether because there are very few packs that are as big as the Raiders. Yeah, Parramatta have that. Yeah, and I think it'll be, it's going to be a really, really good battle. Yeah, I prefer Penner, I prefer Parramatta's outside backs and. Skill uh, like their, I I prefer their spine as well. I just think Parramatta is a better team than Canberra. Yeah, and if Moses plays, I think that they will win. Um, I I
0: just think Parramatta are going to be caught up again with the weight of expectation. I I, I genuinely if 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 it's close in the first twenty minutes then the, the doubts start to sow. parramatta know they should have they have to go in and win this game oh, this of is the it... week but this is the week they can never get past and if they haven't scored and, start, and scored two tries in the first 10 minutes and everyone's going ballistic and Mitchell Moses done something freakish or Dylan Brown has that's that the longer the game goes as a low scoring close game the more likely it is the para bundle out
1: look i watching that game on the penrith parramatta game Mitchell Moses was the second best player on the field. Yeah. It's just that Nathan Cleary had probably the greatest game I've seen him play. Yeah. Until Mitchell Moses got concussed, they were in that game. And that, again, that was, that was one of the ones where it, it took the air out of the Parramatta. Yeah. You could see them just be like, oh, God damn it. All right. I think that Yeah, if he, if he can play... And he can play, you know, I, I think that him and Brown have been excellent this year. And I, I do like Canberra's chances. I don't, I don't think this will be a blowout. I think it'll be a really close. I think both games will be really close and good games of football. Uh, like all, like a lot of, like th- this final series has been excellent. The games yeah. have been very, very good yeah. already. The first four games have been exceptional. Um, yeah, I just think that I give Canberra a shot. But I think Parramatta's the better team on paper, and their their players in key positions are better. Like I still have doubts over Savage at the back. Yeah, he has errors in him, and he has bad reads in him. And I just think that as much as we can give Guffo slack about being overrated and does he do enough, he he's he's very solid there. He's a solid option.
0: Yeah. Alright Before we um Preview team list Do we want to Do buy the year?
1: Yeah Let's do it
0: So There's a lot of speculation About Reynolds Early on Yeah It's hard to, hard to I, think, I
1: think I think if you did this Question Maybe round 10 No probably like Round 16 17 It's Reynolds It was Reynolds Yeah Um now, looking at it, it's a two-horse race. Yeah. it's it, And it just depends on how you want to pick it: Hines or Townsend. Yeah. Um, halfbacks going to new clubs. And I think that the expectation of the Cowboys this year and where they've ended up, we had them both finishing dead last, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we did. And they finished third. Yeah. Puts Townsend over the edge for me. Yeah.
0: Uh, I agree. I mean, Cronulla were, top, were in the 8th last year when they told John Morris it's not going to be there this year. They ended up coming ninth, but it was equal 8th on differential. Yeah. And their season fell off once.
1: I'm sure Johnson tore his hamstring that in the last three weeks of the that season or something like that.
0: But I, I, for me, I, I agree. It's the Cowboys. They, they were 15th. They won seven games last year. He's transformed them. The coach has done a great job. It has to be. Yeah. Um, no, I think Hines is too. Yeah. I... Yeah, I, I I'd say Townsend probably more. I think Hines is probably going to be in hindsight. It's going to be like, uh, how did the Bulldogs let Thurston go? But I think for more immediate impact, I I would probably be saying Townsend.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm saying Hines is the second best buy. Yeah. 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 Ta- 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 Townsend for me is the best buy of the year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and there was a lot of criticism about paying. An older halfback, $800,000 to go to a team that had no expectations. Yeah. Masterstroke. 100%. Really. Premiership Works. winning halfbacks, they're yeah. hard to find. Yeah, And that's that's the thing. Yeah. It's finding a number seven, and there's very few good number sevens in the competition. Yeah. But finding a good one is so important. And finding a premiership winning one is even harder.
0: Well, there's only, what, five. Yeah. There's Reynolds, 14. Thurston's retired. Chad Townsend, 16. Mm-hmm. Cronk was 17, 18, and 19. Mm. Hughes was 20, and Cleary. That's it. Mm. That's it. They're yeah. harder than to find the premiership winning coaches. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. well,
1: there we go. Yeah. Um, Nights, 9th knight flat 1 walk last week. Last year.
0: I know. And they thought they were getting Luke Brooks. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. All right. Uh, other names. Adam Reynolds is obviously there. I think, despite how their season ended I think he did well for them at the start of the season yeah Kirk Capel was another name yeah I hate to say Matt Lodge but he helped yeah um
0: uh, I know we're gonna do Dalliam teams next week but coach of the year
1: so again two horse race between Peyton and Fitzgibbon mm. I'm gonna go Fitzgibbon for this one because he turned a fullback into a halfback hmm and then took a team from ninth to second.
0: Fair. But what about Drinkwater?
1: Drinkwater was always a fullback. He was a fullback in Melbourne, but yeah. couldn't get the spot. Couldn't and then the last spot. last year they played him at six because they didn't they didn't have a six. Yeah. So Yeah. Fair. Fair
0: enough. Yeah. Um all right, team lists. Team list, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, two games, always cracking games, these ones, uh, in week two of the finals. Business end, real, real business end now. Eels hosting Canberra on uh, Friday night at uh, Combank Stadium. Mitch Moses has been named and is confident he'll be cleared uh, to take his place. Uh, Brad Arthur's named the same 17 that went down to Penrith, and Simonson and Cartwright are among the reserves. Nathan Brown is the 18th man. Uh, Adam Elliott will miss the game due to a pelvic injury for Canberra and his place has been taken by Harawira Naira with Ryan Sutton joining the bench. Albert
1: Hopalewati is the 18th man. Like we said, both two really good games. Before we just jump in and talk about this game, I just want to touch on Nathan Cleary, yep. how good he was. Yeah. I've never seen a kicking performance like that.
0: Yep. It was It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Even his running game... Drawing the man in and then doing the flick pass out the back on the line, it was, uh,
1: like and it was it was he he chose to run early. It was like the eleventh minute. He's like, oh, I'm taking the line on here. Yeah, like he was just and it was everyone was there was talks about is there going to be rust? Yeah, this guy wasn't no rust. He was just sitting there waiting, training his ass off. Yeah. for this game, no rust killed it. I know, absolutely killed it, and it's why he's the best player in the game at the moment, in my opinion. Yes, yeah. and the
0: thing about Canberra is they, well. They have Whiten But he's not Cleary level I mean, He's talented But he's not no, Cleary level I think
1: Fogarty is really Really And their, their season Turned around when he I, I think Something that we overlooked at the, of, at the start of the season Was He's a good halfback Yeah And yeah. he has helped them a lot And has helped Whiten a lot Yeah Um. I. I yeah I, Back to Canberra Parramatta Like I said I just think Camp, Parramatta's spine Is still better Almost across the board, at almost every position, and that's why I'm going to lean with them. Pal- the the battle is going to be though, Papali'i and Tarpanay versus Regan Campbell Gillard and, and Palo. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. Yeah, and it's which team's going to bend first.
0: That's it. Um. Okay. Both
1: edges are both like both have excellent second rows as well. You got Whitehead and. Uh, Hudson Young, who has been a breakout, like he's been awesome it's this been year, very good. Uh, versus Sean Lane who has been just as good, and Papa Lee, who was the second row of the year last year. So, like the the forward packs are insanely strong. Yeah,
0: I, I re- actually reckon that Canberra's got the better bench.
1: I I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Um, and if it if it's tied, and then it comes down to interchanges, then. That could be a game changer. Yeah, and
1: we've seen how physical these finals can be. Yeah, you, there is almost a guarantee that someone will have to go off at some point. Yeah. So yeah, that could come into could come into play. Um.
0: Okay. Saturday night, Allianz Stadium, Cronulla and Souths. The NRL has been advertising that there are going to be twenty buses coming from the Shire, which I calculate to be about eight hundred people. So I'm not sure why that's such a big deal, but. Um, anyway It's it's going to be a huge weekend So the Swans are on next door at 4.45 um, I know some people doing the double uh, Going to be a great atmosphere South's great to be back at home uh, And it's going to be an absolute cracker for, So Fitzgibbon is named the same 17 That battled it out for 93 minutes Before losing in Golden Point to the Cowboys Finucane was charged with a crusher tackle But received a fine so he's good to go Lockie Miller is the 18th man And Braden Trindle and Aidan Tolman Are are among the reserves. Should any late dramas crop up for Souths, Tom Burgess's two-game ban for a careless high tackle means he will only play this season if we make the grand final. Uh, Michael Cheekham has been named on the bench, um, and Taff and Jackson Polo are listed among the reserves. And Davy Moali is the 18th man.
1: Uh... I said before, I think Souths win this game. Uh, the end of game... Man- that the, the First of all, the Cowboys-Sharks game went for 92 minutes. Yeah. Um, and if the Souths and Roosters game wasn't as physical as it was, I would say that the Sharks are going to be a bit tired, but I think you know, the game took a bit out of Souths as well last week. I
0: think they're going to be battered, but it's not a game that was... It was, there was a lot of stoppages. stoppages. There was a lot of
1: stoppages. Um, but the... The, the game management at the end of that game gave me a lot of concern for Cronulla and this is why I'm saying that the, the Cronulla Cowboys game wasn't finals football there was just both teams made stupid mistakes that you shouldn't be making yeah. in finals football at in, in a crucial time in that extra time period yeah. like things like being 10 meters out and putting up a bomb instead of going for the one pointer uh, and, and it went back and forth, and there was just there was errors and little things and I was like, this gives me no confidence for this for either of these teams, and that's why I'm leaning south.
0: Wow, I'm honoured to get the tip of the guy that didn't
1: think we'd make the final. Uh, by the way, last week I tipped over four, so who knows what. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call myself the out streamer. there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah.
0: Um. Alrighty, before we go. I've had some fan mail come
1: through. Oh, here we go.
0: And um, I have a little bit of a bone. This is from this person. I have a little bone to pick regarding the Dragons, if you can mention it in this week's podcast. Mm, Sure. It should be noted that although the Dragons didn't make the top eight this year, they finished with a 12-12 win-loss record. The start of the year, most people had the Dragons finishing in the bottom four. And in many other years, including the last two, the record would have been enough to make the eight.
1: In it's, round, Hold up, in, round tw- in, in 2020 there was only 20 rounds It's just a shame <laughs> that the top 8 was
0: so strong this year All this person heard everyone say last year was the Titans were one pass away from week 2 of the semis Yet no one remembers that they finished with a 10-14 record Similarly with the Bulldogs this year, they moved up 4 spots, won 4 more games And everyone says how much they've improved The Dragons also won 4 more games than last year but because they finished 10th and only moved up one spot on the ladder and missed out on the eight, everyone says it was a poor season. This person's saying, not saying they had the best year, but that they should be given more credit.
1: Credit for what? <laughs> like, <laughs> their record. Okay, great. Did you make the eight? Is Are you happy with how your team went this season? This is the question I'm like, are you happy with how your team went this season? Did you expect to make the top eight? Did you expect to be playing finals football? Because I know dragons fans out there who did expect their team to be playing finals football. Okay. And when I was saying at the start of a season that that's not going to be the case, yeah, they all bit my head off. Okay, so a
0: storm supporter happy with their season?
1: No. A roosters? No. Canberra. Probably yes. Souths. Yes. Yeah.
0: Parramatta. Where do un- they need un- to un- go to un- be happy? grand final? Grand Undecided.
1: Final. Undecided. If yep. they go out in straight sets, Brad Arthur may be looking for a new job. Cronulla? Yes, 100%. Cowboys? Yeah. Penrith? Undecided. Yep. They need a win. The comp? They need to win the competition to be yep. happy. I'm with
0: you. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Thank you, Dragons fans.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm critical.
0: I get his point, though. I get, I, 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 to be honest, I did not actually realise did not actually realise that the Dragons were 12 and 12.
1: Look, and... The, because the, the, the
0: way it's been spoken about, it's like they were 8 and 16. Genuinely. Yeah, look, the, the, competition,
1: the competition was better this year than it was last year. It was. That is... that is un, Like, that is... Can't question that. Yeah. But they, you know... I, and last year, they all... They had the... They got derailed by Barbecue Gate. Yeah. And all this stuff. And there was less on-field dramas. Yeah. But... I look at things like who led the competition in errors. Like as, as, as a player, yeah. Zach Lomax was far and away the the most errors in the competition.
0: Yeah,
1: right by about seven or eight errors. And like I just think that there was, other than Ben Hunt, there's not much. Like if if you're relying that much on Ben Hunt to carry you week in week out, it's a bit of a concern. Yeah, and, think- th- and then and then you're telling him you're not going to pay him.
0: The Dragons two best games this year with Anzac Day and the game where they blew Souths off the park in the first half. Yeah. And I, I just try to understand why they couldn't replicate that in other exactly. games. Exactly. They were
1: very inconsistent. Yeah. Very inconsistent. Yeah. Look, at twelve and twelve. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
0: It's fine. I actually but, did not realise it was twelve and twelve.
1: But we know that you need to be better than twelve and twelve. Normally you need twenty eight points to make the finals. Yeah.
0: I to be honest, I um I just think that everyone is praising the Bulldogs because they had such a bad year last year, and that they showed their their season did improve. There At the was, start there of the year, they, was, they were actually the,
1: not no, good. awful. Yeah, look, they, they, were, they beat the Cowboys. But the expected the expectation of them was, oh, well, we had them making the eight, I guess. But,
0: but was, having was, them make the eight was ambitious. They, yes. they were obviously going to go up. Yes, but I, I think it, it's deemed to be a better season because they they seem to be a,
1: They were awful last year. They were terrible. yeah, Yeah. yeah. They were awful. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, going forward. Tell me. So next week, uh, we will do our Dally M teams of the year. We will. Uh, and then obviously do preliminary final previews. Yeah. Talk about last week's games. Yeah. Um, and then turn, depending on when the Dally M, I don't, we don't know the date yet. I think it's going to be the Monday or Monday Tuesday. My, Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is, we'll we'll record the day after. Uh, breaking down the Dallium Awards and where they got it wrong because undoubtedly that's going to happen Um, and then obviously a huge grand final preview which I have been informed by you is our 100th episode.
0: It is. It is. So if you want to send in messages of support or watch us live we're doing that <laughs> jeez <laughs> are you organising this <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> we're right, going to yeah. do it right here where we are in Michael's room yeah <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah capacity, uh, crowd. capacity
1: crowd capacity crowd yeah so we will uh, so that's that's going why forward we do it? why don't we do it at
0: Allianz they're not doing anything with that stadium for a few months now sure yeah, no Roosters games going to be played out of there are you gonna, yeah
1: true yeah, true yeah. I, it's a, a beautiful venue lovely venue sitting down of toddies before the game
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it I think it's incredible timing that you know the Roosters season ends and suddenly the Swans have a sellout because all the Roosters fans just change their jerseys suddenly forget about
1: the NRL and they're on the Swans have have you been reading Batuta Advocate have you no I
0: haven't (laughs) I've been saying
1: this for ages Uh, well everyone has the same membership don't they apparently
0: yeah Um, that it
1: yeah we'll leave it there that's done
0: Glory, gl- oh, there we go. Sydney Roosters fan seamlessly <laughs> transforms to die-hard blood supporter. How accurate. Yeah. <sighs> Nailed it. All right. All right. Yeah. We're glory, done. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. To Whatever. South Sydney. Bye. Bye.